Welcome to Cut the Chaos, the podcast that teaches you to cut through the noise, take back control of your life, and create a future you love. I'm your host, professional certified coach, Sandra Jarvis. Let's do this. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. So I still have a cold, but I think I can make it through another episode. So forgive my voice, but um, I'm excited today to talk about boundaries. And actually, we're going to be talking about boundaries all week. So this is Boundaries Week here at Cut the Chaos. Um, Because if you are surrounded by chaos, then there is a really good chance that you are not setting boundaries in your life, or at least not upholding the boundaries that you set. So we're going to talk about that today. We're going to talk about what boundaries are and what your responsibility is when you set a boundary. So first off, I want to say that a boundary is something you create for yourself. It's not something that you use to control other people. Because What we know for sure is that you can only control you. So a boundary doesn't sound like you need to do this to make me happy, okay? That's not a boundary. That's a request that you can hope someone does, but it's not a boundary. A boundary sounds like in this situation or if this happens, I will do this to keep myself safe. Okay, so you can think about it kind of like um, the same way you think of a property boundary. It marks where one person ends and the other person begins, right? So your property has an invisible line around it, and people understand that you don't cross property boundaries without being invited, and if you do, there's a consequence, right? Well, it's the same with emotional boundaries, When you set a boundary, it's like you're drawing a line around yourself and you say, nothing can cross this line without my permission. And if it does, I'm going to do something about it. So a boundary can be something that you will or will not do in any given situation. And it always has a consequence attached to it. All right. So for instance... I have a boundary for myself that I won't go camping, (laughs) right? I'm just not going to go camping. I did that. I didn't like it when I did it. I'm not going to do it again. If someone invites me to go camping, I say no. I'm not going to allow anyone to coerce me into going camping in a tent. This is all about me. Now, I'm not telling my husband that he can't go, but I am saying I'm not going with you, right? So that's an example of one kind of boundary. Another one, in my business, I have set a boundary for myself that I won't coach on Saturdays and Sundays. I did that too. (laughs) I actually did it a lot. And I didn't like it because it made it so that I was constantly working. I wasn't getting the time I needed to rest and rejuvenate. And... I know that it's not necessary. There's a lot of coaches out there who are willing to do that. And so if someone comes to me that needs to coach 
regularly on those days, then I would refer them to one of those other coaches. Now, when you have a boundary, you can always make an exception if it's really an exception that you want to make. But I would encourage you to recognize that you set a boundary for a reason. And so if you're constantly making exceptions, then are you really committed to that boundary? Or is it something that you need to look at? Because perhaps you're allowing your boundaries to be, you know, to not be honored. Um, so those are a couple of, of examples of that type of boundary. Now, a boundary can also be an expectation that you have of someone else with a consequence if the expectation isn't met. So the two examples I gave you before were boundaries that I have put in place to keep myself in line, right? But you can, you can make a request of someone else and have a consequence around that request. But here's the thing. The consequence with that request is always about you, okay? So, for instance... I have a boundary that I will not have a conversation with anyone who is yelling at me. This is not my mean my means of communication. I just I don't like yelling. It's not a healthy way for me to communicate. Now, that doesn't mean that it's not a way for other people to communicate. There's lots of people in the world who communicate through yelling, and that's fine. But it's not healthy for me, and I know that. When people yell at me, I tend to shut down. And so if my husband yells at me, then I will leave the room and we'll come back to the conversation at a later time. That's it. If anyone yells at me, I will leave the room. I will walk away. I just don't do yelling. But I want you to see that I'm not saying if you yell at me, then you have to stop, right? What I'm saying is, if you choose to yell at me, then I will take action and I will choose to walk away. So it's super important to recognize that when you set a boundary, you are the one who has to be willing to take action if the boundary is crossed. The consequence is always up to you. If a boundary you set is crossed, you do something because you can't control anyone else. If you could control them, then they never would have crossed the boundary in the first place, right? <laughs> so you're the protector of your property. And sometimes maybe a person you love can stand up for you and help you protect your boundary. But I will tell you that it is so much more empowering when you stand up for yourself. It just is. So if you can stand up for yourself, then I encourage you to do that. If you can be the one to enforce your boundary, then you be the one because it feels so much better when you're the one standing up for you. Sometimes it might be that you're working together with your spouse or with someone you love. Um, 
I, a couple of years ago, I worked with a woman who was having boundary issues with her mother-in-law. So every time they had a family gathering, her mother-in-law was making like little snide comments and things about her weight or, or was just treating her generally with disdain. She didn't like her and she didn't like that her son had married this, my client. And so she just treated her poorly. And my client's husband had repeatedly asked his mother to stop. He had addressed it over and over, but it kept happening. And so by the time my client hired me, she was really frustrated and angry because she believed she had set a boundary that was continuing to be crossed. But here's the truth, and this is what she and I had to talk about. She hadn't set a boundary. Her husband had made a suggestion, right? There wasn't ever an action on her part that was attached to the suggestion. And so while they had made a request, they weren't doing anything to enforce that boundary, boundary, as I said, it always has to have a consequence because you can make a request of someone else and it's really nice if they follow it, but you can't control them. So what will you do if your boundary is crossed? And that is what I asked my client. What will you do if your mother-in-law crosses your boundary again? And so she decided that she and her family would leave the gathering, whatever it was. And that decision was communicated to the mother-in-law. You know, her husband called his mom and said, hey, look, we've asked you not to do this. And if you continue doing it, then we're just going to have to leave. And so the next time they were at a family dinner, her mother-in-law, true to form, made another comment. And so they enforced the boundary. And she and her family got up and left. Now, I don't know what's going on today. I haven't talked to her for a little while. But at that time, her mother-in-law was really angry. She didn't apologize. She didn't beg them to stay. She didn't do any of those things. It didn't make the situation better, per se. In fact, instead, the mother-in-law blamed my client and told her she was being too sensitive and she was taking the comments the wrong way and saying, like, why are you ruining our family dinner and, you know, all the things. So that's what I want you to recognize about a boundary because no one is ever going to thank you for setting and enforcing them. They're just not. But that's okay, because boundaries are all about you. If they aren't about you, then you're probably being emotionally manipulative, which is what we're going to talk about tomorrow. (laughs) But I want you to recognize that setting a boundary isn't necessarily going to make the relationship between you and the other person or other people better. You put a boundary in place for your own emotional and mental well-being. That's why you do it. And so if you put in a boundary in place and you expect the other person to be happy about it, then you're probably going to be disappointed. 
So you have to remember, a boundary is something you put in place as a protection for you, and it's up to you to uphold it, right? So that's that's boundaries. And boundaries are life-changing. If you are someone who has not set and upheld your boundaries, then that's why your life is in chaos, or at least one of the reasons. And if you need help to figure out how to set boundaries and how to really set boundaries that are enforceable and that you are okay with enforcing, then I'd love to jump on a call with you and talk more about that. So um, you can follow the link in the show notes to set up a complimentary mini session with me and we can talk about how coaching could help you. All right, so today's takeaway is this. No one will thank me for setting boundaries. No one but me, that is. (laughs) All right, have a great day, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow. Bye-bye. Thanks for being here today. If you're enjoying the podcast, please follow, rate, and review to help me get the word out. And if you really enjoyed this episode, grab a screenshot and share it on social media. Thanks again for spending a few minutes in my world.